Clayton Bird Goes Underground by Rita Williams Garcia. Chapter 23 In Search of the Bluesmen. When the downtown train reached West 4th Street Station, Clayton was the first to push his way through the doors. He ran up the first set of steps and the next and the next until he was at the exit and onto the street. Only then did he stop long enough to take a breath. Sixth Avenue in the village, the heart of the village. Every fifth person had a guitar slung over his back. The blue note was on one side of West Third Street and the village underground was on the other side. It was Friday, the day the bluesmen would be in the park. This was his last chance to catch them. Maybe Cool Papa's spirit would join them. Maybe he was now the blues in the air. That thought made Clayton hopeful. Clayton knew the way to the park. He walked briskly up West 3rd Street, trying to ignore the hunger that had caught up to him. Hunger and soreness from running, climbing, wailing on his blues harp and the plain old not eating. He reached into his bag for the pack of peanut butter crackers that Trainier had crushed. He pried open the package carefully, afraid to drop a crumb. He was so hungry. He tilted his head back and shook out the smashed bits of peanut butter and orange crackers in his mouth until he emptied the pack. The crumbly, gummy bits of nothing only made him hungrier. He shook the bag for change, but there were no coins, no bills. Trainier had taken every penny and Cool Papa's hat. Clayton was now angry, angry and hungry. It didn't help that the smells of pizza, sausages, and hot dogs taunted him at every corner. His belly was scraping empty, so empty he could howl. Instead, he said, I want a slice of pizza, but I'll take a candy bar. He repeated those words as he walked up West 3rd Street, repeated them until they became his blues riff, and he could hear Wawanita's hot electric licks whine in between his lyrics. A voice reached out as if to grab him. Say, kid, the voice had a long arm, its hand shaking a paper cup. Kid, say kid. Clayton didn't stop. He didn't look to see the face that came with the voice. Cool Papa said, look sharp, be cool. But Clayton felt put some jet in his step. Sharp and fast was better. He was nearing the park and walked straight and purposefully while college students going to and from classes ambled or hurried around him. The bluesmen and the road were calling him like the sea had called Pablo de Pablo. Except unlike the boy in the bedtime book, Clayton would not return. The archway was white and magnificent. Even from the opposite side of the park, big Washington Square Park, it didn't seem so big before, but 
when he was a part of the band. Alone, the park was big. While it wasn't dark, it would soon be dark. He had to find the bluesmen before the sun went down, and the people wondered why a boy was walking around in the village in the dark. He entered the park. The last time he was there, Cool Papa was at his side, taking big strides like he owned the grand white arch that they'd passed through. A blues king, not a sickly old man barely making it. The last time he was in the park with Cool Papa, he'd played When, Cool Papa, When on his harp. Now all he could think was, Why, Cool Papa, why? Clayton walked past the dog run, the chess players, and the skateboarders along the walkway. He made his way to the fountain, the spot where Cool Papa usually played with the bluesmen. The lanterns hadn't turned on yet. Clayton didn't see a crowd of blues lovers gathered at the fountain, or the bluesmen. Instead, a piano sat in the spot where Cool Papa and the bluesmen once played, a man whose face was covered by long hair and a full and long beard hunched over the keyboard, pounding away the piano sounded watery, like it had been left out in the rain more than once. No matter what the man played, a drowning sound warbled out from the piano's strings and hammers. Clayton waited for the piano player to finish. It was an old song that Clayton couldn't name, but it was a long song, and the piano man had a few listeners, but not the crowd that came out to hear Cool Papa and the Bluesmen. Finally, the bearded piano dude finished his melody with wobbly dying chords, no trills. Only a handful of college students and dog walkers stepped up to his tip box and dropped in a few bills. Clayton felt a little bad about not having any love to drop in the box, but Trainier had taken all of his money. He stepped up to the piano dude. Hey man, that was cool, Clayton said, although it sounded weird to him. Did the bluesmen play yet? He was hopeful that he'd get in on their first set. The bluesmen? The man asked. Up close, his skin was tough and scaly. The guys that play the blues with Cool Papa, the guys who are usually here, Jack Rabbit Jones on keyboard, Big Mike on bass, Hector Santos on whatever he can hit, the bluesmen. The man looked up to the sky. Those cats? Clayton was glad the man knew the bluesmen. Yeah, man, those cats, Clayton said. You missed them. I heard they won't be back till spring, after the rains. When the sun's here to stay for a while. Figure on late May. Gone? Clayton asked. He started to count backward in his head. Had it been two weeks? You're sure? How do you think I got this spot? Been waiting for a while. Clayton just stood there. Stood there while the piano man began another wobbly tune. He stood there, not thinking, 
not breathing, just aching. Aching in his gut where he'd been mule kicked by everything gone wrong. The piano melody sounded bad, really bad. Clayton took in a breath from deep down, deep down, where a good blues bend would start from. He drew in his air, blew it out, and let it go. The plan was no plan. The bluesmen were gone. Cool Papa's spirit wasn't in the air. Cool Papa was gone. Gone for good. There was nowhere to go but home.